we all have a want of compassion. And most oftentimes, we enter into our sympathy, you know, with Christ and our higher power and our spiritual path. We should enter that bond, you know, with the utmost compassion um, because it should be the strongest bond in the union between us. If we are to walk in, in God's love and follow in Jesus's path, then we have to have compassion for the depraved, for the guilty, for suffering souls whom are dead and trespass in their sins and uh, the inhumanity of man towards other men, I believe is our greatest fault. I think that somehow we've gotten lost in thinking that we are representing the justice, justice of God when in all reality, we are failing uh, to represent his tenderness and his great love, his unconditional love and his forgiveness. You know, when someone who is in desperate need of seeing the light, they are often the ones who are met with sternness and severity and they are under the most stress and the most temptation because the spiritual warfare and the evil uh, is wrestling with people that feel that way. He's wrestling, the devil and Satan, he's wrestling with these souls. And when you come towards somebody with harsh and unsympathetic words, it only further discourages them. And sadly, it causes them to fall prey to the tempter's power. And over time, that leads us further and further away from Christ and from God's love, from his teachings, from his wisdom. And many people get so led astray in that process that they're unable to find their way back. And I know because I was one of those people for a long time. You know, it's, it's a de- delicate matter to deal with minds. Your own and, and the minds of others. Because what we're forgetting is that we've got to read the heart. Because if you can't read someone's heart and you can't be delicate with their hearts, you'll never bring someone out of the darkness. And when you're trying to reach someone who's lost, nothing will bring them closer to you. Aside from God's word. And you know when you're met with someone whether it's your friend, a family, a stranger a foe and their response is a stiff feeling it's, it's a feeling that they are holier than thou and it won't ever matter if you correct your reasoning or how true your words are you will never touch their heart Because the true love of Christ is manifested in words and in actions. And that's the only way that it will win its way into the soul. 
and any reiteration or any precept or alternative argument in any regard will accomplish nothing. So I want to begin by sharing that and praying that we all find more Christ-like sympathy and not just merely the sympathy for those who appear to us to be faultless, but more importantly, it's crucial, really, more sympathy for the poor, for the suffering, the struggling souls who are often overtaken in fault, a cycle that never ends of sinning and repenting and being tempted and discouraged, a cycle of sinning and being tempted and discouraged and repenting over and over again. We should approach our fellow men, our brothers and sisters, touched like our merciful God with the feeling of their infirmities. The outcasts and the sinners, the despised of all, those are the people that we have to assist in finding the loving kindness that comes with Christ. There will be no countenance to any who are standing apart in their self-esteem and in their pride and their ego and looking down onto others. I urge you to go out into the highways and the hedges, in the bushes and the ditches, and not through your own pretension, but in obedience to God's word. We must go to the, those that need us, that are near, and to those that are far, far away. Because... If we don't start to share the Savior's invitation in a true and genuine way that's raw, that's real, that's spoken through testimony and truth and through the kindness and long-suffering of all his messengers, then I fear that the invitation and the compelling power to uplift all those who are sunk in the lowest depths of sin will be forgotten, discarded. So together, we can work with a steady purpose and undying interest and ever-increasing importunity for all those who are being steered and that Satan is seeking to destroy. Because anyone who would, could say that there's no evil in the world or that the devil is not real and that Satan is not real, You haven't met him. Or if you have, you've been deceived in thinking that he was good and something that is not good is evil. And it's the constant polarity and shifting and switching of those things that we have to remind ourselves will easily get away from us, easily be distracted and deterred if we're unable to find the truth that is within the teachings and the principles of the higher power of our creator, of the divine being that is 
the alpha and alpha and the omega. There is a spirit of urgency, and it, that spirit of urgency is is bringing forth and calling out and rescuing more and more. And it's imploring people to come closer and closer to God and seeking their own spiritual truths. And the reason that I decided that there, there was no more time left to plan, to think about, to debate, or to simply wonder, I just had to start. And that day is today. And together we should seize these opportunities. We should seize every opportunity, every argument in public and private and urging every motive of our infinite power. And when we can do that in our own hearts, in our own minds, then we will be more and more revered and understood and stronger in swaying and in inviting others to look onto Jesus and to accept his life of self-denial and self-sacrifice. And in order to do that, we have to show that we expect them to joy, to give joy um, for the life that they have and for the life that they have been given. But in order to do that and to get to that point, we, we must first be taught what the gifts of the Lord our God are what they were and what they will forever be. And when we're able to do that in his name, then we can have so much more impact and share so much more love and joy and light and invite others to walk with us in our spiritual journeys together as a humanity, as a nation, as a country, as a world, as a planet, and bring more love into the world that is being overtaken and overthrown by fear. Because we are saved by hope. Romans 8, 24. The power of love is indeed a very powerful thing. My name is Alex Nelson and this is 365 Revolt, which is over time and many years has been many things at many different times. But I finally feel very secure and confident in what it is that I would like to share and the message that I hope to um, offer. And through my shared experiences and truths, I simply hope that someone out there listening, if anyone ever listens or finds this, that you might connect and join me in sharing your truth and seeking the truth and working diligently every day in spite of the obstacles, trials, and tribulations to look within to improve your life and yourself and lift yourself up out of the darkness into the light. I'm 33 years old and uh, it's taken me a long time to get comfortable enough with myself even to consider sharing who I am with anyone else. I invite you to call in and um, talk. Let's talk. Let's chat. And I don't wherever you are out there. Where if you're if you're near, if you're far, 
wherever you are, I want you to feel like this is somewhere you can you can reach out to you. I don't want sponsored segments. Uh, there's no mon- monotonization. There's no user subscribers. Uh, I'm just here to talk. And the truth, in, in all honesty, is that I began an audio diary back in 2015. And five years later, and roughly 2,000 audio clips and recordings, most of them which I no longer can even connect to, but they all got me here. And I encourage each and every one of you to um, reach out and to also reach within.